You're listening to the RE Social Podcast with your hosts, Andrew and Vince from Envy Invest. For more information, go to envyinvest.com. What's up, you guys? This is Andrew and Vince from Envy Invest. Today, we're just going to basically introduce ourselves, uh, and this is kind of episode one of our podcast. Um, so I'm going to give myself a, or I'm going to give a quick bio about myself, and then Vince will do the same. And we're just kind of introducing what we do as Envy, a little bit about our goals and vision, our story, hopefully inspires you, and a little bit about what we're trying to do with this podcast. So just real quick, I'm uh, Andrew McCormick. I am a uh, music lessons business owner with a little brick and mortar um, and have been kind of addicted to all things entrepreneurship for a long time. Uh, I mean, I was literally selling drawings at like five years old to like the girls in my class of like Looney Tunes and stuff. You know, so I've always, I've always found a way to, to hustle. I bought my first car at like 15 all on my own, just mowing lawns and figuring it out. And I've taken all that work ethic and hard work into what we have now with, with Envy and I'm doing a lot of the operations managing and uh, I love it. It's, it's awesome and it's definitely the best, uh, if you will, bang for your buck in terms of time commitment versus what I get back, uh, which is just ever-growing assets, cash flow, tax benefits, etc. So that's my story. Vince? What's up, guys? Thanks, Drew. So that was Drew's backstory. Uh, I am originally from India. I came here 2008, did my masters, and um, I worked for a I worked for a battery company before Nanomaterials, and then I now work for a medical device company, actually. So developing intellectual property for them. But uh, outside of that, I am super nerdy and passionate about real estate. So my role in the company is I do all of the acquisitions, uh, a lot of the capital raising, private equity relationships, uh, building with investors and such. And we also do run a local meetup if you're ever in the area. We live in Orange County, California, SoCal. So, you know, come to our meetup. It's called RE Social. But yeah, that's uh, my, I'm really passionate about um, many of the things Drew spoke about, uh, cash flow, uh, passive income, you know, retire early, uh, financial freedom, all those kind of things, you know, you want to be tuned in. We're probably going to have, what, one episode a month? Yeah, so at this point, we're just kind of playing with the format. Vince has been on a couple of major podcasts, and, you know, we've kind of gotten bitten by the bug ourselves and, and wanting to do it on our own. Uh, and so we're thinking, I think, probably once a month um, to at least start, and if we want to trim that into, like, you know, once a week, eventually we can. Right now, we're just busy. He's got a W-2, and I've, I've got a lot of stuff I'm doing between Envy and everything else that I do. But I think once a month, probably. And the goal is to have a new guest every single month uh, that's going to provide value and some different facet, whether it's a realtor, uh, someone who specializes in short-term rentals, someone who specializes in, I don't know, we're, we're basically just going to try to provide as much value as possible to not only ourselves as the interviewer, but also to, of course, you guys, the listeners. And that's the whole goal is is helping everybody. I want everybody to come up. I think you feel the same way. Yeah. No, just me. <laughs> just uh, Just us. No. So our goal is actually uh, is to be like a, a someone you can go to if you need any information on, hey, you know, I've been working my W2 job for 10 years and, you know, I have... 20 grand saved up in my 401k like what do I do with my life I'm already 32 right 
So we want to be able to provide people alternative solutions to actually retire early and you know be financially free. Um, actually, one of my buddies, Kev, he just actually retired from uh, our um, W two job, and he's you know doing more um, crypto trading and those kind of things. So RE, you know, it's, it's usually stands for real estate, but we want to keep it more focused towards real estate, but we will also be talking about real assets, anything that could be assets, right? So stocks. Yeah. I'd say just anything that is wealth generation, you know, yeah. anything under that umbrella, I think is probably the idea. So, I mean, for me and for Vince, you know, we grew up, most people grew up without any financial education and that's a big part of it. And, and once I became even remotely literate in terms of finance and Vince is just, uh, on, a, on a whole different level, of course, you know, I became very passionate about sharing that with others and borderline lecturing friends. So I figured, well, why not just throw a podcast out? And that way I don't have to sit there and lecture. I can just say, hey, here's a podcast on that exact subject of, oh, you want to buy your first home or you're not sure if you should invest first or buy a primary res, whatever it is. I'd love to be able to, you know, scale this podcast up and talk about, you know, all different kinds of subjects so that way. Yeah, Drew is actually a licensed realtor in uh, yeah. California. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. We're actually currently in a deal right now. In fact, that's a good segue to kind of talking about the Onvi story a little bit and, you know, what we're doing now uh, all the way up to now, but starting maybe back to where we began. Was it 2018? 2018, uh, January is when we were rich at poor dad. Yeah. And July is when we closed our first triplex. Yeah, so it took a few months. Uh, we both were diving deep into assorted books. I mean, Rich Dad Poor Dad kicked it off for me for sure. And I, in fact, I remember reading it a long time ago and not quite like, like I, I didn't quite get it because I was like, you know, my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And then reading it later, you know, I think my, my early 30s or something like that. And then you and I both had that conversation and we're like, hey, man, this is something. This is our, We need to get on this, you know. Time is precious. And we're both just working these garbage w2 jobs you know yeah. and uh but yeah so um there was that and then i think reading you know anything real estate related in fact uh so funny we were at that jake and gino event because that was the the first real estate book i ever read just by mere you know coincidence that wheelbarrow profits so props to you guys you guys put on a good event as well if you're listening um and uh, the book was actually pretty good and, and pretty educational uh, but yeah so we basically educated ourselves for six months uh, I know Vince was aggressively analyzing, looking at deals probably that whole time. Found a triplex in Bakersfield because the numbers worked, and then got our face caved in. <laughs> the worst deal of all time. Yeah. At first, yeah, uh, Vince, you want to talk about that? Like a little bit of. Yeah. So our first deal. So it took us about six months to tie something into contracts from first when we read Rich Dad Poor Dad, right? So it took us a long time. We actually used our local buddy here. Juan, who's, uh, you know, our realtor on that one. Mm-hmm. He's actually from SoCal, but we, you know, he helped us, you know, drive to Bakersfield and go look at the properties and stuff. And we hooked up with Matt to do our loans and mm-hmm. stuff. So that was a little bit later. So the first thing was, you know, we analyzed the property. We looked at the numbers. It looked good. And so we drove there and we saw that it was in the hood. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, hell no. You know, this looks like a bad idea. And then, you know, Drew was like, I don't know, you know, let's just, we're not going to live here, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had Chelsea who showed up from uh, the property management, you know, so mm-hmm. that was, that was very interesting. You know, we got yeah. some very interesting guys hanging around, you know, 
tweaking yeah you know doing weird stuff um but yeah i mean that was that was the start yeah so how it went down is i got really buried in opening up the brick and mortar school right around the same time i believe and i was kind of setting all that up and so vince is all numbers and brilliant at it and so i think where our blind spot went was in getting kind of hypnotized by the attractive numbers which anytime you're looking in the ghetto the numbers are usually going to be pretty good in terms of cash flow but then that human element as you mentioned before in some of the podcasts you've done what we talked about the human element is huge everything's people and so we had unfortunately had inherited some of the worst tenants ever one was like a crack dealer like not even kidding they wouldn't answer the door ever you know uh and then the other one would just like the second they found out i think i don't think i told them i was an owner because i was up there working on stuff I think Vince, you know, had his W-2, but I was up there, like, swinging hammers and stuff to get that middle unit fixed up. And once that other tenant knew I was an owner, they were, like, on me about stuff. And then it was so funny that they had given us our first rent check, you know, like, the first month in. And we're already, like, taking out a huge chunk of our savings, what little we even had, into this deal. And so uh, the second they, uh, they, it's like the day after or something, they rescinded that check they called their bank and had it taken back and we're like dude we had our first bit of revenue as a real estate team and now it's gone man so all the problems you know that first deal we just basically learned a lot about the human element um about you know proper due diligence just looking at rent rolls and stuff like that and and then questioned whether we should just get out of the game altogether or not and i'm glad we didn't even though we were bleeding like thousand dollars a month or something hell no more than that yeah between repairs and stuff because just the mortgage and taxes was two thousand dollars yeah two thousand a month i remember just like every month having to like write a check for a grand and be like oh shit uh and then um because that was our first loan so we were actually paying five percent yeah and then all the repairs and i was putting in sweat equity because i was just like trying to save money and going up and learn how to build a fence at one point, uh, couldn't get a smoke detector off because we had to change the smoke detectors. And this is the the unit with the, the crack dealer or the drug dealers. Mm-hmm. And this I remember is the right side. Yeah, the mm-hmm. right side. Yeah, and uh, trying to get one of those uh, smoke detectors off, and I couldn't get it off in that room. I could, everything else was fine. And I'm like, this I can't twist this thing off. So I had Jeff. He's like this, you know, this big stocky Kansas guy. Uh, he's my stepdad. He's also a handyman. He goes to try to get it with his bare paws. He can't get it either. So you know it's on there. He grabs like a hammer or something, gives it one whack, and it explodes with cockroaches. <laughs> it was so, That's like, when we knew we hit jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we both live in it. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and long story short, we, you know, we went through a couple of property managers as well, and then finally got it stabilized. And then truly learned the the value of you know, and every book talks about this, by the way, uh, the value of the team. You know, building the team is so huge, and it takes a while. Because if I'm being completely frank, I truly believe that most people are not good at what they do. You know, we've experienced it with all kinds of people, from CPAs to attorneys to any working professional in any industry, realtors. Just most of them aren't really great at what they do, and so finding you know, as David Green would say, the rock stars. And then the rock stars who hang out with those rock stars is so key and so hard to do, you know, because at first you don't know what you're looking for, what questions to ask. 
Yeah. Yeah. The reason that we don't find people, uh, have you ever figured out why it is that people are not as good as uh, how they can be good in terms of their respective fields? I mean, I would say just complacency, but I don't know. It's because they're not passionate about it. Yeah. So they're never passionate sure. about it. So if you're a guitar teacher, but you don't like guitar, yeah, like it's over. True. Right. That's so very true. That's, that's how I went to music school. Yeah. Just passionate about teaching and music. Uh, it's like that Grant Cardone. It's a book title. Uh, you know, be obsessed or be average. Oh yeah, I so love that truth. book. So much truth to it, actually. You know, it sounds over the top, but it's absolutely true. You have to be obsessed. You know. Um, so, anyways, that's kind of our story. And then we got, you know, quickly after that, we w- realized, okay, let's keep going. And then, you know, we got funding for the second deal, what the duplex. Yeah, that's just yeah, you and me. Yeah. Oh yeah, we just did that. And then, yeah, and then during the pandemic when everybody else was trying not to buy, you know, we ended up scooping up how many units during that? Like, we went from uh, five units to 28 30, units. 28 units, yeah. In, in like, During the pandemic. And like during the pandemic, yeah. So when everyone else was like running, we were like charging right into it. Yeah. And, and cruising. Now, Grant, it's partly because we had a good team, you know. We had a good team and we were using some outrageous creative strategies. Yeah. Which is yeah, you're, definitely... You're, not recommended yeah, for most people. Person. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we were we were you know we were creatively financing a lot of those deals because yeah. we didn't have a lot of money. We were able to yeah. buy the first few, maybe the first million dollars, right? But we after know, that you just gotta get yeah. Creative. Remember when we say that uh, you know we say that you know we make garbage, we work at W two, we make six figures, and that is each right. So. That is more than twice what an average American home brings. And we still think it's a scam. Like it's, we are at the top 10% and we believe it's a complete scam to be in that route because I will never make exponentially more than what I make. I will get cost of living adjustment. I mean, Drew has a business, so he could make a little bit more, but you could grow more, you could open more branches. But if you trade your time for money, this is this this whole podcast is all about. Yeah, I still think about like the amount that you and I have put into this business and pushing it forward. I'm like, oh, I could have bought like the, the fancy car or something like that or the fancy watch, but then I'd have nothing to show for it. Yeah, it's I just have a, a fancy liability. car. <laughs> <laughs> it runs on you hydrogen. Know? But I'm so glad that I decided to just dump, you know, a lot of extra income into this business and into deals and into fueling this thing. Because, I mean, at this point now, you know, the way that our properties are appreciating, you know, we're essentially doubling our income every year and if you think about it yeah i mean we yeah. we at five percent uh appreciation per year last year was about 20 percent for us mm. let's just say five percent sure. we will grow about one hundred seventy five thousand dollars. it's just not us we have partners right. too like my sister drew's sure. mom came yeah. on stevie and a lot of people but uh, we all grow so much every year and we're not putting in any more time or you know extra effort so that's just what we already have set up and that is more money than i would make from my job like in yeah. my entire life yeah like, i would never make hundred and seventy five thousand. and as an entrepreneur myself you know i'm always thinking well what do i want to do you know if i want you know retire and i you know i don't even want to retire but having that like nest egg down the line having the appreciation on all these assets is huge but my big thing is freedom you know that's my biggest thing i'd like to travel like freedom to have the systems in place eventually with this business where um you know we, i kind of do what i want when i want with who i want however long i want kind of thing that ultimate freedom 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my my big why. That kind of actually nicely segues into what I was going to answer with this last question. So with this podcast, you know, this is just us for now, uh, but we're going to have guests and we're going to have certain questions. One of those questions I really like that, that Vince brought up and that we always ask at the, you always ask at the meetups that we do um, is, you know, what's the one thing that we would tell our listener? So I'll ask you this first and I'll answer it myself. So Vince, what's the one thing that you would tell our listeners right now uh, to help them get to their next deal or their first deal? Um, I would say what is stopping them from making the next move? It's always fear, right? It's fear of the unknown that what actually stops us. So the reason that we don't own multi, well, we do, uh, but like big multi-families is because that we don't know how that works exactly, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same for everybody. So if yeah. someone wants to buy a single family, what is that one step that's stopping you from actually making, the, is it the phone call to your banker to find out if you qualify for a loan? Or is it to see actually who should you call? Do you need a realtor? Is that one? So make that one step, right? So then once you have that one step, you can do the next step or even ask them for the next step. Yeah. So that's what I would say. How about you? That one step. Yeah, so for me, um, the one thing that I would tell our listeners to help them get to the next deal is is to find your why. Fear becomes irrelevant. Obstacles become irrelevant. Mountains become molehills when you have a big enough why. And so that's kind of why I brought it up. It, you know, I somehow kind of rabbit trailed into that whole, you know, this is my why. And uh, my, my why is actually freedom, and it always has been. This is why um, I was working at a young age and I was trying to make my own money. Uh, I just didn't, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, and I wanted my own car because I meant freedom. I could go, <laughs> you know, so I was driving around. Granted, this is Kansas. I grew up in a small town in Kansas, but I was driving around in my own car at like 15 years old, and uh, it was because it gave me freedom to, to come and go as I please, to do what I want, to... Um, to just soak up life, you know, and, and do the things that I want to do, whether that's, you know, go punch in 12 hours in a, in a job that I'm passionate about, such as what we do now, or if it's, hey, I just want to go to, you know, Spain, or maybe go to Florida, like we just went for that uh, event, you know, having that freedom. I already have a lot of that now, but now I just want to take it to the next level. And so, Find your why. That's my why, you know. Part of my why is also to take care of my family, who just doesn't have a lot of money, of course. So that's a huge reason why I'm able to put in 12-hour days before I start burning out, is uh, my why is so strong. Anytime I get tired, I just think about, okay, well, what's the consequences if I don't keep going, you know? And so find that, whatever that is to you. um, Figure that out, get passionate about it, feel it. You know, deep inside your bones, and um, you'll figure it out. You know, so, um, so that kind of wraps it up. I, I want to remind everybody that we do do a meetup here locally um, uh, in Orange County, California, uh, typically on the first Wednesday of every month. So, if you're listening and you haven't attended one of those events, definitely show up. We uh, we go into different topics. You know, it's usually topical. You know, a couple months ago it was inflation, mm. uh, which is still extremely topical, but it was right when it was like, you know, 
bordering on six percent. And then also, what was the last? What was the last point? Cash, cash flow. Cash flow. Death of cash flow. Just how hard it is to find cash flow and creative ways to overcome that obstacle. So if you guys are local to the Orange County area, even if it's as far as San Diego, LA, we highly recommend showing up, hanging out. Uh, you'll learn something, and I think the most important thing is you'll network and you'll meet other people. Uh, the networking element by far has changed our game more than anything else. We like yeah. to call it social. Social. Yeah, yeah, we like to be more social with people because yeah. you know, networking, people don't like that word anymore. Dude, I'm all about networking, yeah. social, whatever, you know, it's, it's yeah. huge. Your network is your net worth. You know, and I've, I've never understood that term more until until you have, you have a network. So you actually have network and network, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, I think that wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, Vince, any last comments or? No. Uh, keep uh, checking us out, guys. We're gonna release uh, one episode a month because we both have um, careers and such, so we yeah. don't have a lot of time. Yeah. But we will make it timely. We will make it worth your time. Um, every mm-hmm. month will be a nice topic. Maybe the first one will be either proximity is power you sure. know, something like that and feel free to comment you know uh if, if you're watching us on the youtube video or just on the podcast and the yeah any uh outlet you know D- dm us uh our website is on so you can probably message us there you can dm us on uh instagram we're pretty active on that since we're a couple young guys uh it's uh at on the invest um and then uh if you guys have any questions or you you know want to talk about how you can get started. Uh, we're always looking for partners. Uh, we're partnering with friends and family and, and doing it very successfully now for years. And uh, you know, we'd love to help you in any way we can, be it um, active or passive. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Episode one, down. But that's episode zero.